Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, amiga, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're back to join me for another empowering cafecito chat. Today's episode features Jen Nuncio, my amiga, who co-founded Create and Her, and she is here to talk about fearlessly loving who you are as a mujer. She's giving you some tips on marriage, and she also shares 10 ways to fiercely love who you are. And let me just say, you know that as with all Cafecito Chats, we talk about a little bit of everything. But more importantly, girl, Valentine's Day just passed. And I don't know, this day could be a little bit triggering, especially if you are still healing from a past relationship or maybe you were wounded, right? And so this episode is really going to inspire you to love yourself, to love every part of who you are. One of the things that I share is really loving yourself despite of your flaws. And so dive into this episode, take notes. I think it's going to be so good and make sure to share it with your amigas because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless you. Hola, mujer. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. girl welcome back to a new episode of the fearless mujer so excited that you're here thank you for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito i am here with my friend jen jennifer aka jen we are going to be talking about fearlessly loving yourself what does that mean what does that look like and of course with all cafecito chats we talk about a little bit of everything so jen welcome back to the fearless mujer podcast Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to be on. Good to yes. be here with you. Yes, thank you for being here. So can you just let listeners know a little bit more about who you are? 
Yeah. So um, I'm Jen. I'm the co-founder of Create and Her, um, along with I am a wife, sister, uh, stepmother, daughter. I like to always throw those out there because they are titles and they really mean a lot to me because they are also part of my calling. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be here um, and just share with you guys what's what's on Michaela's heart. And your heart. <laughs> And my heart, but obviously this was you, fearless love, right? Yeah, well, this is the first, I I know I said this to you, like, this is the first season that I'm doing, like, series around, like, being fearless, and I just think it's so interesting to hear the perspective of someone else. Like, when I did Fearless Men, just, we talk about being fearless women, but, like, hearing the perspective of someone else, like, what does that mean, right? So, um, I love to just dig into those kinds of topics. Um, and then, of course, I love to hear, like, what's on your heart, right? I love to know what's on the heart of people. And I think that I was actually watching something. Um, it was these these women that were on this movie, and they're older women. And she said something. I forgot her name. She's an actress. But she said that uh, the way that women are in friendships is so different from men because they'll literally like face each other and say like I need you I'm struggling like they're so vulnerable and I think that's what makes it so beautiful that we can have these conversations around sometimes really hard topics you know Yeah, no, I love that. And first, like, you know, I just want to share that. I think I've mentioned this to you, but I love these um, series that you have been, um, you know, that you've been having and the Fearless Men was like so good. And like, so I'm really excited to hear the rest of this um, series, you know, because I really believe that, yeah, like, you know, the topics are great. And I really believe that, you know, the conversations that you're having, um, you know, you just never know who's, you know, walking in the same or, you know, has felt something and, and it definitely speaks to us so I I love it and I love everything that you're doing I love it so as we dive into this episode it is February it is Valentine's Day month I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day because I feel like it's a day for consumers to like or yeah for corporations to like make money off consumers I feel like can you just love me every day like I don't need one day for you to love me just can you show me every day that you love me so I really want to dive into like, what does it mean to truly love yourself? Like if you think of, and this is for the listeners too, like who are tuning in right now, when you think of who you are as a mujer, what does that mean for you? So Jen, I'm going to like start with that question. What does it mean to you to truly love yourself? Yeah. Um, and it's a great question, right? I, I think um, it ha- for a minute, I was like just trying to you know, put everything together. But for me, I really believe that it's um, accepting who I am, knowing who I am, right? Because I think a lot of times you think of self-love and you think of like, oh, let me go get my nails done or let me go, you know, it's like some self-care time. But really there's more to that. And I think that, you know, a lot of it takes um, acceptance of, you know, who you are, what you look like, because, you know, we all look differently, right? Like some of us are um, bigger bone than others. Some of 
of us, you know, have a bigger butt than others, you know, like, you know, just we we are very easy to compare. And, and so like, you know, we live in that comparison, like you're never going to be able to love yourself. And so for me, it's accepting who I am, what I look like, you know, what I've done, right? Because I believe a lot of the times too, it's our flaws that it's like, oh, but I've done this. And, and you're categorizing yourself or believing, you know, that you're still, you're still what your mess up was. And, and that's not the case. Like you really have to move on past that. And so self-love is, is um, you know, being able to to confidently believe who you are, who God called you to be, um, knowing that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, you know, that is um a scripture in Psalms, it's Psalms 139:14, but it's it's one that I really love because it's true. Like it says it biblically, like we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so that's sometimes very hard to believe, even right now when we're talking about fear being fearless, right? Like it's it's being fearless can sometimes be hard because we we tend to be fearful of like even who we are, but knowing that um, you were called to be fearless, you know, you were called to be fearfully and wonderfully made, like those things right there um, remind me of like my self-love and who I am and and that I'm forgiven and that I'm worthy and that I am enough. And it sometimes takes you like um, your self-affirmation like to yourself, you know? And so... Um, I love all those things, but also, like I said, just knowing that you're not who you're like, what your past says you are. Um, you know, I think being able to forgive yourself and heal, like healing is a big part of your self-love. Wow. Oh my God. I love that. Cause I think that so many times we can be afraid to really look at our flaws or confront the things about who we are, right. That maybe we shouldn't react that way or that's a little toxic, right? Like if we're being honest, some of us grew up in a dysfunctional environment. So we can carry some toxic traits. And I think becoming aware of that is so scary, but then getting to a place where you're like, oh, well, maybe that's not okay, right? Let me kind of dig into this. Maybe there's a part of me that needs to heal. And I'll even go further into like when we have triggers because of trauma. Right. And instead of ignoring, really being honest with yourself and saying, whoa, I need to heal from that, you know, and I'll share this. One of the things that I've talked about is what does it mean to be successful? Right. We put material things behind it. And for me, being successful means emotion, being emotionally healthy. And I think when you're emotionally healthy, you can really, truly love who you are and with your flaws. Right. And authentically be like, yes, I have these flaws, but I fearlessly love myself. What does that mean? That means that I'm not going to fear my imperfections. I'm not going to fear. I mean, like I have kids, Jen, I have stretch marks, right? It's like, like even those things that you're like, oh, when I was 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, it's even just appreciating those things about yourself. Like I carried life. Or yes, I don't look like I did in my 20s, but I'm almost 40 and I'm wise, you know? And so I think that there's so much beauty when we truly accept our flaws and we don't fear who we are today. 
No, that's so good. And I, and I love that. And, you know, going back to a little bit of what you, you said in the beginning, like the triggers, like it's crazy because society, like you hear the word toxica a lot and it, be, it, it yeah. even becomes a cute thing, right? That is like, oh, I'm toxic. Not but, cute, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's be real. Like we all, I know I've been in some toxic relationships, you know, where um, there was some triggers, there was some trauma, you know, like, I know one of my biggest ones was, um, I think I mentioned in one of the other episodes, we spoke about that, like my weight, you know, it fluctuated up and down, up and down. And I was called fat by one of, um, you know, a past relationship. And so that really hurt me. And it really mentally messed with me where I was like, oh my gosh, like he called me fat, you know? And so with that, um, you know, I remember losing the weight and I lost a ton of weight. And when I did, like I was at my smallest, still feeling like I was at my biggest. Why? Because I wasn't like I wasn't feeling it. I was still believing these lies and I couldn't love myself. Right. And so I really believe that, you know, when you allow that, um, you know, those toxic negative um, words to to speak to you, like you really start to believe them. And so it becomes a toxic trait. Right. Because I couldn't accept myself. I couldn't accept like my body, you know, everyone was complimenting like, oh, you know, you're looking great. Like I was working out, like, you know, there was a lot, but I just couldn't. And so then like what happens, like, you know, I'm, I'm happily married now and, you know, I, um, you, you, you gain the happy weight. Right. And then, um, I was diagnosed with PCOS, which had some, uh, some of the, like it, it caused some of the weight gain, but all to say, like, now it's just kind of like, wow, like, I, I accept, I look at myself differently, right? And I'm able to love myself and know that, you know, I know that I can get back to the weight when I do, or, you know, like, I know I can do these things, but like, I love myself for who I am. And and the love is different than when I was in those toxic relationships. And when I was looking at myself in a different way, and all that just really stems from being able to forgive yourself, being able to forgive others, and really being able to affirm yourself with like, no, that's not who I am, you know? And so I really believe that when you're stuck, in these negative, toxic relationships, friendships, sometimes it's even our families, right? Like it's, it's just behaviors, but being able to break from that and know that, Hey, that's not who I am. That's not, um, I'm not going to accept it knowing like, you know, I I said in the beginning, it's about accepting who you are, but not accepting that negativity. I think it's very important because a lot of times when you are like, it's kind of like you, you, you're blinded. You can't see like, you know, your true beauty and your beauty. Yes, it, it comes physically, but it's also internally. And a lot of the times when we're in these toxic um, you know, relationships or, you know, toxic behave, like, you know, thoughts, um, internally we become different we become ugly because we're just we're connected to that negativity yeah I love that I love that you talked about the lie and I love everything you said because I know you know no matter what size you are we look at ourselves like I don't like that about myself or I've said this if only I had like a ton of money I would go get life I would get a mommy makeover and it's like well, I'm glad I I like to have that accessible. You're like, okay, yes. But then you never get to really talk to God about, hey, God, how do you see me? Right. So, and I'm not saying like to anyone who has done it, like, girl, do your thing, right? Okay, um, you I'm girl. just saying for me, I think there's a reason why God's like, no, girl, you just need to talk to me about it, right? Um, And I love that you touched on the lies, though, because it is so true. Like we have to come to a place where 
we have the wanting to say, I'm not going to agree with that anymore. Because a lot of us are carrying lies from childhood or even what a boyfriend said, right? I mean, I have two baby daddies. They have said lots of things about me, you know? And if if I hold on to what someone said in the past, and I see myself through their lens, then I'm not being true to who I am or who God says that I am. Um, There's a verse in Ephesians that says um, that we're God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. Some, Some translations say you are his handiwork, right? We are his masterpiece. There's another part to that verse, but even just that beginning, it's like, what does that mean to be a masterpiece? Like, when you think of an artist, when you think of someone who paints, they paint in beautiful colors. They paint with such passion. Like, you know, we did, we went to that event, Creating Her, which was uh, yours and Reina's event that you all put together. And oh my God, like this girl was painting like this beautiful art to like worship music. And it, it was just so beautiful, right? And so, to think of a masterpiece, it's like, what was on the mind of that artist to like create this beautiful thing? And I really think that that's how we are. God literally created us, designed us. That's why none of us are exactly the same or the same size or the same tone. Why? Because I don't, I mean, an artist can definitely like replicate something, but People that are artistic are unique, so they create unique things. And so I think that we can believe those lies, but we also have to really find that affirmation that like, I am a masterpiece. I was literally designed on purpose and with a purpose and even seeing like your gifts, right? A lot of times we want to magnify the things about ourselves that we don't like, but what if you magnify your gifts? And you allow that to shine. And then you really do see yourself from a whole new perspective. Perspective, And it's not even like an arrogant thing or a conceited thing. It's just like, wow, I am good at that, right? Or I'm strong at that or whatever the case may be. So I love that you touched on the lies. And I think there's a way that we can like be like, I'm not going to agree with that because who do I want to be? How do I want? to, you know, represent who I am, right? Like I've taught women this in my coaching is you are your own brand. What do you want to reflect when you step into a room? Because you're literally your own brand, you know? Right. I love that. And shout out to Christelle that, you know, did do the art, right? That on Saturday at the event, um, it was, it was beautiful. And I just right now, what you were saying, like God had a plan for us and like, you know, we are his masterpiece and like, just knowing that she had that plan and like when she was, you know, um, drawing and painting and, and, you know, it was just so beautiful. We all see it at the end and we're just like, wow. And then there's more meaning to it. Right. Like I really can, can see that connection right now that, you know, what you just shared of us being a masterpiece. And, and I love that. And, you know, even going with the, with the affirmation, like it's important for us to, um, to know, like who we are, but also be able to like that self-affirmation, like to affirm yourself, because, you know, even as, you know, I, as I mentioned, I am married and, and I'm, you know, I love my husband. He's my best friend, love of my life. But one thing that I learned during premarital and, and I'm so grateful that I did was that, you know, 
it, it's kind of like he's that bonus, right? Like, you know, my husband can come and tell me like, I, I'm beautiful. Like, oh, you look great today. Like, oh, you know, like I, he he's great at giving me the compliments. But if I don't believe them and if I don't affirm myself, then like, you know, it's kind of like you can't you can't love others if you don't love yourself. And so like with my husband, like that was one thing because of the past relationships that I had had, you know, the, the trauma, like it was really hard for me to accept compliments and really believe them. And so like, you know, um, I, I appreciate that I've learned that because they did tell me like, you know, let's just say one day he doesn't affirm you, right. Cause he's busy working or something like you're going to have false expectations, you know, those expectations are going to like, you know, you're going to, you're going to be hurt from them or whatever. If you're always just, um, you know, just counting on him being the only one affirming you. And so that was something that I was like, wow, you know, because it's so true. Like, I can't just uh, rely on my husband to be the only one to affirm me. Like I have to learn and I had to learn to affirm myself, you know? And so through that time, like before getting married, like I really worked on my healing, worked on a lot of things. And that was one thing where, you know, I was like, I'm going to be confident in this new calling as a wife that I'm going to go into. And, you know, it was just one of those things that I learned to affirm myself. And like, now that when my husband does it, it's like, it's a plus where I'm like, oh, you know, he's just reassuring me or, you you know, giving me that affirmation, but like, I know who I am. And, and that's a, that's a big thing that you have to know who you are, because once even then you become one together, like that, that love itself, it it has to be so um, transparent, you know? And so um, it's just really important to be able to like affirm yourself and not count on others to just, you know, always be affirming you. Yeah, that's so good. Because I love what you shared, like you were intentionally like, I'm going to be confident in this, right? But also when we don't, and I think it really goes down, like comes back to identity, but when we don't see ourselves or value ourselves, right, in the way that you're describing, then it's easy to allow ourselves to look for validation, and right. even even go further into like people pleasing, having no boundaries. Um, and I think that having boundaries and really understanding who you are and loving who you are and under and like for me, my identity is like I'm God's daughter. Right. So no matter what people say or people remember about my not so great, you know, past, well, that doesn't change my worth, right? And so a lot of times we can tend to allow, oh, well, that person didn't compliment me or, you know, and I'll say this, you know, my marriage is rocky. I mean, I've shared very like personal things with you, Jen, like my marriage isn't going the way that I think it should go. And I had to learn. I had to learn that it doesn't matter what my spouse is doing or not doing or what's happening in my marriage. I have worth. I have value. And sometimes we forget that because we get so caught up in what's going on around us, even as mothers, like I've been a mother since I was a teenager and you just get so caught up wearing the different hats, right? It could be work, maybe work's not going too great. So now like you're beating yourself up over it. And that's where we come back to the lies, right? And so I think it's important like to really dissect well, what am I believing about myself that I shouldn't be believing and why? So I, I just love what you shared about, you know, 
really, that is really loving yourself that, hey, no matter if this person compliments me or not, or disappoints me or whatever, right? Because, you know, husbands are not perfect and people are not perfect. And like you said earlier, it's sometimes family, we get hurt by family. Well, they're not perfect. Right. So how do we not allow ourselves to stop loving who we are despite what's happening around us, you know? And I all right now, like it, it kind of connects with what you shared, but I actually had read a quote that said, um, self-love is boundaries, right? And that's boundaries with yourself and people. And so um, you kind of touched on it. And I think that's so true that sometimes we don't see it as that, but having that boundary, whether it's with a friendship, whether it's a relationship, um, you know, whatever it is, like it, that's loving yourself saying like, Hey, you know what, I'm going to draw this line here because it, um, you know, conversations I've had have hurt me or, you know, just the relationships just not kind of going um, the right way or, or whatever. Even sometimes, like I said, with our family, we have to set those boundaries. And so um, knowing that setting boundaries isn't always a bad thing. It's also self-love. It's also yeah. loving yourself enough to say like, Hey, nothing. just like walking away. Sometimes walking away is self-love, you know, yeah. being able to let go of something that just isn't for you. Yeah, so. that's so good. So I have a question for the person that's listening, you know, the mujer that's like, because we know, we know when, I mean, like if we're being real, we know when we're not truly loving ourselves. We know when, when you're doing a lot of negative self-talk, that is a red flag that girl, you are not loving yourself the way that you need to love yourself. And, and I'll say this because in the past, um, I, you know, before, before my walk with God, I felt like I needed to be in a relationship right? to feel whole and complete and seen. And, uh, you know, I, like you were talking about Toxica, that was me. So I, I attracted literally toxic people and, you know, it wasn't until really coming into my faith walk that it was like, whoa, Jesus loves me and forgives me right? I don't really need someone to love me in that way. Um, But all that to say for the woman that's like, man, I know I do not love myself the way that I need to, right? And sometimes we don't even realize it because we're so caught up like with the kids, with work, with busy life, with the husband or other things that we do, church stuff or whatever it is, right? So what would you say to the woman who's like, I really want to learn how to love myself? Maybe like two tips or three tips. Yeah, it would be, um, number one would be really be to accept who you are. You know, as I mentioned, like, um, we are called, um, we're chosen that that is, you know, that is for sure. And so I would say um, to accept it, you know, it doesn't matter what what has happened in your past doesn't matter, you know, um, what you look like, Um, you know, we all um, have our beauty. We all do. We're all beautiful. We all were wonderfully made. And so accepting that I think is very important, Um, you know, and uh, knowing that, um, you were loved first. You know, I think that sometimes we forget that. And I, like you, um, was always trying to, I I thought that love was a a man, you know, Mm -hmm. and when you really, um, 
learn where you know that that Jesus is love and that's like the first love like you you start to really um you, you love just hits you differently right yeah. it's not like it's not like the um it's not like the movie it's not like you know a love scene it's it's actual like love where um you know you can weep and you can you can really feel it in your heart to know that you know i was loved i was chosen yeah, and so um that itself i think really transformed me whenever um you know i got to a point where it's like you know, I'm single and, and, you know, I, I am not with anyone and, and all my friends are, and, and, you know, it's just like, you're just again, comparing and again, like having all these, all these things gone. But then like when I found my worth and knew that, you know, I didn't need a man or need anybody um, to really feel that love. I think it really transformed my life and, and just the way of thinking it, it helped me accept who I am. It helped me accept love. Right. Cause I think once you accept that love that Jesus has for you, like it's, it's a game changer. It's like you become, it's like you become confident. You become like this woman that you didn't know you were. And so for me, um, you know, I think it's that accepting who you are. I think, you know, knowing who you are and, um, really, I I think sometimes it takes you, um, doing some, doing, you know, some, some cleanup in your heart, you know, healing, um, letting go of those things that, 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 you know, don't, don't have any place there anymore. And I say that, um, you know, to, to the single woman that, you know, is, is, you know, maybe hurt, um, from past relationships, still like seeking in a man, like try to try something different, you know, try, try to find yourself. Cause I think when you find yourself, like I said, like, it's a game changer. Like, I've, I've realized that sometimes when you get out out of relationship after relationship, like you just, it's just a toxic cycle that, you know, what, what failed in one is going to fail in the other, you know, and you're never going to be able to really be happy. Um, you know, if you don't start healing yourself and start letting go of those things that have been carrying, um, with you. And so I think it's really important. Um, you know, I, I think as a single woman, if you're out there and, you know, you, you're kind of waiting and, and, you know, you're tired of waiting, know that, um, God has a perfect plan for you. Um, his timing is, it's perfect. And, and I tell you that because I, I've been there, been there where it's like, you know, it's like, all oh, my friends are married or all oh, my friends are, you know, engaged and I'm still waiting. But, you know, when it happened, um, you know, when I got engaged and even when I got married, it was like the most beautiful season of my life that honestly, I'm so grateful for all the redirections, for the breakups, for the the heartaches. Like, you know, God really knew what he was doing when he um, put me and my husband together. And so, um, you know, if you're that person that that's, you know, just just frustrated, still waiting, like, just know that there's a perfect person for you. Like, don't, there's no need to rush. No need to rush at all. I love that. Oh my God. Okay. That was so beautiful. I, I want to touch on one thing that you said, you said, try something different. And, you know, we're over here talking about Jesus, right? And I know that there's some women that are probably like, girl, I don't do that church thing. And that's okay, right? Totally okay. Like, I mean, (laughs) like if we pull Jesus out, like still do something different, you know, like. Yeah, no, I I want to touch on that because, you know, here I was, this girl that partied and went from relationship to relationship and, um really just tried 
everything superficially, like to try to feel whole and complete. And I think my like coming to Jesus is it really was a moment of I'm literally trying this. They didn't want nothing to do with church or Christians or whatever. It was my moment of I'm going to try something different because everything else that I've literally tried, it's not working. And so sometimes it takes you to literally take yourself to something that's totally uncomfortable that you're like, this isn't me. But then you begin to see the healing and the freedom. And I always say this, um, even in the Fearless Men series, you know, we had talked about how there's literally freedom when you find who you truly are in God, because you're like, wow, like you said, I'm chosen. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, it was like, I've done all these crazy things and you forgive me. Like what? Like that blew my mind. Like what? And so I want to say this, like, if your husband's not the kind of person to give you flowers or give them to you in a way that's not like super romantic, right? Girl, buy yourself the flowers. Oh, yeah. Go make yourself on the date. Yes. Yes. Eat an appetizer. Like, go get your cafecito. You know, surround yourself with like, I I will say this about you, Jen. You give me this warm, fuzzy feeling. And I don't mean like in a creepy way, but just like, I feel so loved and welcomed by you that I can just be real with you. And it's what it is, right? So I think surround yourself with that friend. You don't need, I know a lot of people, but to say people are my friend, probably like three people, like if we're being honest. So you don't need a bunch of friends, right? Find that one friend that you're like, man, this girl really loves me. And talk to her, right? Allow yourself to be loved because a lot of time when we've been hurt, when we've experienced trauma, we shut people out. Mm-hmm. We let them close, but only to a certain point. So let yourself be loved so you can know how to love yourself. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think it's so true. And I and just to add to that, like I said, like when we did our premarital and we went over expectations, like it was like, who taught you um, or where did you learn that a man's supposed to bring you flowers at every date or, you know, do this and that. And it's like, um like the movies you know it's so um, yeah like no but seriously sometimes we have these false expectations you know and and what happens is that you know we're always good we're always like again we're gonna hurt ourselves and we're gonna have those false expectations on our spouse or you know whoever because our expect like they're just expectations yeah. like it's not it's nothing my husband same thing like you know that that's not his um like we have done the love languages and and so when he does bring me flowers or he does you know something like that it, it really means a lot to me because I'm just like oh but you know his is like the words of affirmation like affirming me like you know like acts of service and when he does all these things it's just like wow you know like I have moments where you know even in my career sometimes like I may feel like you you know, Rocky or something and him just affirming me that morning or praying over me, you know, like it, that just means a lot more than, um, you know, a dozen of roses or, you know, so it's just kind of like, I, I would say on that, like, you know, if you haven't, um, you know, learned each other's love languages, like definitely do it and, and, you know, learn to accept them, learn to know that like, if he's not that type of person that's going to bring you flowers or whatever, like it's totally okay. Like learn his other love languages and see how, you know, the love language between you guys. Cause I think that's really important. You know, I think it's yeah. fair too not to like give these false expectations. I love it. Oh my God. I love it. 
I feel like this is such like girly sister talk. So I love it so much. Is there anything else on your heart that you want to share before we wrap up? Yes, I had seen this and I I just kind of wanted to share it. It's 10 ways to love yourself fiercely. And um, number one is learn to value your identity in Christ. Number two is stop comparing. Three is nurture your relationship with God. Four is steward your strengths. Five is take care of your body. Six is be gracious to your downfalls. Seven is live with intention. Eight is speak life. Nine is pursue joy. And 10 is love yourself where you're at. I really loved those um, because I think it's very important that, yes, we stop comparing, um, you know, ourselves to others. Um, Whether it's on social media, movies, like, again, love yourself, Um, you know, steward your strengths. We all have strengths. We all have gifts. You know, we were we were again, we were made wonderfully and fearfully. And so with that, it's like I may have some I may have a gift that Michaela doesn't have. Right. But, you know, we we have our strengths and those strengths are there. So steward them, Um, you know, be gracious with your downfalls. We talked about that, like, you know, it's we all have downfalls. We, we aren't perfect. And knowing that these downfalls aren't meant to keep us down there. Like you get back up and you keep on trying, you keep on moving, like you keep on going, like, you know, and, and anything in your past, like, again, that doesn't define you. So learn to be gracious over your, you know, your downfalls. And then just like, I love living with intentions, like intentions of like, you know, wanting to do better, your goals, like, again, loving yourself. If right now you've been struggling, like, I think this is your moment to really like start embracing, like, you know, start somewhere and, and maybe these will help you these 10 tips, right? But speaking life, um, you know, anything that has been spoken negatively over your life, like, learn to speak life into it where I am beautiful. I am, you know, um, smart. I am, you know, I, I, I love my body, you know, even though like, again, you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see it, love yourself, you know, um, we talked, it takes here, take care of your body. You don't like it. Well, you know, go to the gym, do what you have to do. (laughs) (laughs) You speak it right now, but, um, pursue joy. You know, I know that sometimes whenever we're feeling down, um, depression, anxiety, like all these things come upon us. But, you know, when you choose joy, when you wake up and you're like, you know what, today I'm going to choose joy. I think it hits differently. And, um, you know, you have a choice, you have a choice every day to wake up and either, you know, like I said, choose joy or choose like, you know, what's been bringing you down. And I hope that today, tomorrow morning, like you wake up and you, you're, you choose joy, you choose to do things differently. And then just loving yourself where you're at, knowing that we're always going to, you know, we're women, right? Like we have our days where we're a mess, but um, knowing um, that it's okay, knowing that you're here for a reason with a purpose and it's okay if you don't have it all figured out, you know, again, start somewhere, you know, figure it out, talk to a friend, like, you know, with God, all things are possible. And I think that's very important for you to know that. Um, he has a plan, he has a purpose. So like love yourself where you're at. I love it. That was and that was I wish I had an applause button right now. That <laughs> was so good. And Thank I you. just want to say too, no, that was so good. And I love how you broke it down too and just shared like on, on each of those. But who has it figured out? Like, come on. I'm like, I feel I mean, I'm almost 40, but I feel like I'm definitely winging some things like 
my kids are teenagers. I'm winging this whole season. Like, you know, I know I was telling you. We're never going to have it. Yeah. It's like, I think we have to just go with it. Like I used to struggle so much with being a perfectionist. You cannot love yourself fearlessly when you're trying to have it all together and be perfect. So go with the flow. Right. Like, and I'll, and I'll just say this real quick and then we'll wrap up. But um, I know when we were planning the MC part of like the conference, mm-hmm. we're planning, planning, planning. And then we're both like, well, let's just go with the flow. And I feel like we did. We went with the flow. We kind of had a structure. But in the end, it was like, wow, this was so beautiful. Right. This was, it was, I mean, that whole thing. I don't know if you want to touch on that, but that whole event was like, the healing, right? The empowerment, the uh, vulnerability, right? These women come in there looking beautiful and makeup done the whole thing. And then just to be so broken in the spirit of, of God and like sisterhood and the vulnerability, it's like, wow, what a way to love yourself and love others. So I don't know that I'd like, I know people have been taught, like you were one who said, I'm in awe of what happened. Like, it takes me a few days to process something. So yeah, it's just like, wow, that really happened. You know? Yeah. I mean, for sure. Like our part itself in it, I think, like you said, we just, it just, it, everything flew, like it everything was just so great. Right. The way it, it aligned, the way we kind of picked up on things that going on in the room, um, you know, but I think what was so, um, as you mentioned, like, I think we cried like the, like multiple times during worship yeah. after speakers. Yeah, like I think sure. you came and hugged me like three times and I was like, oh you know, but I I I love that we're we were able to have that um you know that vulnerable moment and know that um you know we're here for each other. Um you know all the women that were there I think that they left very blessed just you know, the, the presence of the Lord is just so sweet. It, it's just, a, it's just something that again, it, it kind of goes with self-love, right? Because when you feel it, you're just like, oh. it's like better than a hug, better yes. than like, you know, just, uh, just a moment. <laughs> Girl, you and the tacos, we're gonna have to get some tacos this weekend, but, oh, um, so good. Yes. but it's, it's just a moment. And so, um, I, I, you know, I think that, um, I, I just see God continuing to do all these things, right? Like, you know, we just had our event with creating her. I know that, um, you know, there's, there's quite a few different events coming up, your conference, like, you know, it's just a lot of things that um, I, I feel like, you know, if, again, if you're, you're kind of try, trying to pick up like on sisterhood and, and, you know, like don't know where to start, like, you know, get plugged into like these yes. communities. There's so many of them um, all around. And I, I think it's great, um, you know, but yeah, yes, still. In- well, we are, I was talking about the Creed and Her gathering slash conference. I kept calling it a conference. So if you were there and you're listening, um, I want to say like, man, thank you so much for taking time to like, just love yourself, right? For the day. I think that's, even that is love. Like, I'm going to take time, intentionality, right? Like taking right. time for me. Um, But John, where can people find you? Because I know they're going to want to connect to you because you're so fun. 
Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's Jen V Nuncio. Um, or you can follow us at Create and Her, um, you know, or createandher.org. Um, you can find more information on upcoming events. Um, also just um things going on with with Create and Her. Um, as I mentioned, events and and just lives and whatnot. So um I think those are the only two platforms I have right now. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Amiga, for tuning in. Um, We are so honored that you were here. And I hope that this conversation blessed you and encouraged you. Share it with your Amigas. Text them the link. Tag me on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast. You can tag Jen if you want to also. Uh, But we love you. And Jen, thank you for hanging out with me again. Thanks, girl. It was my pleasure. All right, you guys. Go share this episode. And if you have not left a review... Please do. God bless you. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless. Wait.